Good morning from Hawaii. And I say that out loud for myself because my body still operates as if it's on Pacific Standard Time, LA time. And so by stating and verbally expressing hello from Hawaii, I get to really ground myself in the fact that I'm here. And so I might be saying that for a while in these podcast episodes until it really just, yeah, I, I really, really, it, it just registers that I am here because it really just feels like a, a dream in the sense that everything is feeling so easy and beautiful and cared for and tended to and nourished. So I just spent some time chatting with the landlord, the person who's renting out the space that I'm in before he leaves and travels and will be away for the next month, month and a half. And he was just making sure that I'm set up for comfort and success and for anything that I might need. And he's been doing this ever since I got here, which was back on Tuesday, so less than a week. And it got me thinking about just how grateful I am um, to have had this person and I match as someone who I can rent from and for him to be beyond what I could have ever even imagined or expected in a landlord. And I had to go look in my notes and my phone, the list that I had written for the kind of place I want to be in, in Hawaii. And this is a list that I wrote back in the end of April, which was two months ago when my now ex and I decided that we would be uncoupling and deciding to break up. And that was my cue from the universe to go to Hawaii. It was a very clear, it's time. It's time to go to Hawaii. Okay. Because really the main reason I was staying in LA and SoCal was for him, to be with him. And so anyway, I had never been to Hawaii before and I didn't know what island I was going to end up end up on. And still, I wrote down some of the things that are pretty much non-negotiables for me in terms of where I want to be and what I need to be in an environment that would support me. And so I'm looking at a list that I wrote back in April and I wrote friendly landlord slash tenants to support in groceries and car learn about the land, farming wherever possible, strong Wi-Fi, walkable to beach and also grass, outdoor shower, around other high vibe people. And my intention for Hawaii is, I have written here, connection and clarity, and also connect with mother earth and my body in a deeper way than ever before. And so I'm laughing. As I read this now two months later, because 
in just the time that I've been in Hawaii, all of that has happened. I first started my journey in Hawaii in the big island on a farm and there was a very friendly landlord. Um, it wasn't a landlord in the sense that I was renting from them in terms of a traditional um, you know, lease or rental, but I was staying on their farm. And I was staying with a community of other interns and other work traders. And they literally, the second day when I arrived, supported in my groceries with their car. We went to Costco. And spending time on the farm, I learned about different plants, different fruits, different vegetables, different trees, and how to use different parts of the plants and the trees to go give it back to the earth as compost and learned the basics of farming. Even though my, my, my stay was very short, I learned that. At the time in the farm, I also had strong Wi-Fi, except that what most of my time is spent on when I'm with, when I'm with clients and doing my group program, the Zoom and the video calls would get a little spotty here and there. Um, that place did have an outdoor shower. It, did, it was not walkable to the beach, but it was walkable to grass. There was grass everywhere. And I was around other people, and it was definitely a higher vibe and higher energy than LA, but it also wasn't like the, the place I definitely absolutely wanted to be in. So just, it's just funny to look at a list I had created just based off of my past, however many years I've been renting places in LA and New York, in the cities I've lived in, to inform me about what I would want in a place I had never been to before in Hawaii. And just thinking, wow, that all did happen. That me sitting down to think about what it is I want to experience and to have was also a really great way for me to be able to filter out that's not what I want. As I was looking through Craigslist and as I was looking through um, all different sorts of places as potential environments for me to stay in while I'm in Hawaii. And so after leaving the farm, I had to look, well, not after leaving, it was actually while I was still at the farm when I had decided that place was not for me and what I needed a space for and what I knew what I was wanting to use my time in Hawaii for, which is to to use the connection and clarity that I'm creating in my life to create new offerings, to write, to read, to connect with other people in a different way. I then got even clearer on this already pretty solid list of what it is I needed and wanted and desired in a place after the farm. And so I don't have a list in front of me that I can read off of, but I know that that was just oh, maybe 10 days ago um, since I'm recording this. And 
when I had decided I was leaving the farm and I was thinking about a place that I would want to go to next, I got even clearer from my initial list and me having no car, having everything be walkable, having strong Wi-Fi, friendly landlord, that was still very much a thing that was a non-negotiable for me. And on top of that, I had things like, you know, spending less than um, $1,000 a month or less than $1,200 a month for a space. And um, having a place that is safe, that is a place that I have quiet and not much noise and a place that is flexible in terms of how long I stay. These details only got clearer as I reconnected back to what I initially had written down. Because when you're when I'm in relationship with what it is that I want in my life and what it is I want to have in my life, then I can actually get clear and go deeper with it versus if I wasn't thinking about what I want and what I, what I want to have and I'm not revisiting it or thinking about it or kind of just grabbing in the dark and just trying to figure things out from my mind, it's really easy to lose focus in my perspective, in my experience. And so um, in being able to really clearly be able to say, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I desire. Please and thank you. Lo and behold, within looking at Craigslist listings, I had emailed out to three places and Two out of the three had responded back saying that it wouldn't be available until July. And I was able to just be like, okay, that's, uh, that's great. I can see where I'm at in June and then see if this might be a match still for July. And then the last one, which is the place I'm at now, it actually ended up being a place where he was looking for someone really long-term, someone looking to stay for a year. And I told him, yeah, that's not exactly what I'm able to commit to right now. And I wish I could. It's just not something I know for sure. And so what I can tell you is that I'd love to stay for at least a month, a month and a half, and go from there to see if we're a fit and then extend and check in with each other at that point. And so I kid you not, he tells me, yeah, no, I'm looking for someone who's staying long-term. And then within the next 30 minutes, he calls me back and says, I actually thought about it and I am going to be away for the next month and a half, next two months. And so I actually would be open to having someone stay here for a short term and let's talk about it more. And so I asked him to get on a FaceTime because at, at that point where I was staying at before and where I am at now, it's a two hour drive. And so I wasn't gonna go two hours with a car I don't have and pay a couple hundred and spend 
two hours to go there and two hours to go back for what could have happened on FaceTime. So I asked for a FaceTime walkthrough and it looked exactly the way that I saw it on Craigslist. On Craigslist, it was listed for $8.75 and he was asking for $12.50. And so in having a conversation, asking for what he's looking for, and then having my list and being able to check in with my list and what my non-negotiables are and what will support and serve me, I was able to meet him halfway. And so I'm now sitting in a place where I have a whole kitchen, a whole bathroom, a whole bedroom, a whole living room, a whole back porch, a garden space, and this very safe location all to myself all to myself and (laughs) I'm just again just um, amazed by how powerful intention is how manifestation works and in knowing how it works for me I'm able to create it actively on a daily basis and especially when It's something bigger, like a place like this, a place to stay. And not only is he the a friendly landlord, he is like the friendliest landlord I have ever had. And I've had many landlords in my entire life living. I've moved, I think, five, six times the first year I was in LA. I have lived in four places in New York. And if the five, six places in LA the first year was just the first year and I've been, I was in LA for six years, I've lived in about a total of 10 places in LA. And he is the friendliest landlord. As soon as I, not, not, not even when I got here, um, when everything was confirmed, um, he was asking me how I was gonna arrive here. Um, that there's a bus to go from one side of the island to the other. I told him I was going to take an Uber because I have a few heavy bags. He was asking um, things that would support me. I had already expressed that a, a bike would be great if he has one, which he does. And he was happy to prepare for me with a lock and... Um, you know, basic, and then also the living room space, there's no furniture except for a little uh, shelf thing and um, a rug. And I told him that's actually great because I don't really need a couch so much as I need a space to move and stand and dance. And so by communicating my needs and desires and um, what I'm looking forward to, he was able to support me in that. And also I opened the door for a conversation for him to ask me, what is it that I'm needing and looking for? And him being able to support me in whatever way that he could, not because he has to, but because he generally wants to. And the day I arrived here, I, um, let him know my ETA. I also asked him if he could help me bring in my bags. And he made sure that he was here to help me carry up my bags up the porch 
And he even offered to take me to a grocery store, store the first day I got here so we could get toilet paper and um, you know, any essentials, which I was planning to do anyway, but he offered to drive me. And I ended up getting all these um, Asian seasonings and sauces, like soy sauce and fish sauce and sesame oil, salt, pepper, those things. And yeah, when you think about it, I, I never asked him. <laughs> I never ex- expected it. Um, but there was an openness to receive that support simply in my statement of wanting a friendly landlord slash and or tenants to support in groceries and car. I'm bringing this up because number one, being able to write down what it is you want is the first, it's not the first, but it's one of the first steps to opening up this doorway for possibilities and ways for which it can come in to come in. And so me writing something as simply as having a friendly landlord to support in groceries and car, I had no idea what that was going to look like. But just me writing it down and being like, yeah, that would be great. That would be nice. I would love to have that. I have opened up myself to having a friendly landlord to support me and in ways that I never could have even imagined or even expected. But I first needed to identify that as something that I'm open to receiving. And I'm just in awe of where I am in this moment because I, it's for the amount of space that I'm getting, um, it honestly feels like I won the lottery. It feels like, wow, this place, everything is completely new and renovated. Even though it's a hundred year old house, it's been here for a very long time. Yeah, it just has the basics. And I'm, I just feel so grateful to be here. And, um, There's a part of me that wants to say, like, I got here somehow. And I was thinking how somehow my past self, my old self, would have left it up to chance, would have thought that somehow was some coincidence, that somehow was some one one and done magical moment, that somehow was because of x reason of x thing of x whatever and in this moment and this place that i'm at in life i'm able to say that somehow (laughs) i somehow created this somehow means that i had trust and faith in the universe supporting me i had trust and faith in the goodness of people i had trust and faith in myself to discern if someone and something was good for me i had trust and faith in my ability to match up to match what i want with what's in front of me i had trust and faith 
in asking the questions and making their requests to make sure that nothing is misunderstood or miscommunicated somehow is very much an intentional choice and an intentional co-creation, an intentional place and space that I've entered because moment to moment I've been checking in, moment to moment I've been open, moment to moment I've been curious about what else is possible, moment to moment I'll revisit what it is I maybe had thought about before and check in with where I'm at, I'm at now. And so somehow isn't so much this isolated amazingness that I'm experiencing, but it's something I can recreate and I can experience over and over and over again. And I think this is the first time in my entire life, I'm, I'm trying to think, that I have a space to myself. You know, growing up in New Jersey with my family, older brother, younger sister, we were sharing space. And then when I went to college, I lived in a dorm, had a roommate. And when I lived in apartments in New York, I had roommates, a roommate or roommates. That's just what's normalized. And living in LA, I had roommates. I was sharing space with people. Even living with my ex, especially during quarantine, I lived with something else, lived with someone else. The only time I lived and had my own space was in the mountains when I was um, staying in Northeast LA for three months, but I was still sharing the space with someone else who would come into the kitchen. I wouldn't see that person very often, but I would run into that person in the kitchen sometimes. So this is the first time. And this is a, a this is a house I'm staying in with the whole back portion to myself. There's still someone in the front part, but I never see that person. And when I do, it's very short, very brief. So this is the first time and I'm turning 30 next month that I've had a space to myself. A kitchen, a bathroom, a bedroom, a living room, a fridge completely for myself, a stovetop completely to myself, a back porch completely to myself. And that was not something I wrote in terms of what I wanted to manifest back in April, but that is the something more that I could have even imagined. It, it happened in such a way that I was open. Like I mentioned, I wrote down the basics of what I want, created the opening, and that plus so much more is what is me, my reality right now. And for those of you who are listening and have done some manifestation classes or dabbled in law of attraction or any sort of spiritual work, when you are open to receiving and claiming your intentions and your di- desires, um, you write this or something better. 
And in the past, I've written this and this or something better. I've not really felt it. And <laughs> now I know what it's like to have no expectations to the point where I really, really op- am really open to this or something better because I have no expectations. I have no past that limits me and I also have no idea what to expect. So I am just open to this or something better. And I can tell you right now that that is absolutely a possibility for you. If it can happen for me with your openness, your willingness, your declaration, it is possible for you. I was also thinking about how being in this place, this space and place all to myself, which by the way, everything was already here for me. I've only been filling up the space with things I packed and were from my suitcase and then some grocery items that I bought for myself. But otherwise, the fridge was here, a TV screen was here, a yoga mat was here, a bed and bedding was here, the closet space was here. I just filled it up with my things. There was even a little dresser that is here and I had all the altar items, of course, because I am that kind of person who travels with you know, an item from my ancestors and crystals and journals. Um, Everything was here. It was literally as if the universe was like, here you go. This or something better. Here you go. (laughs) And, you know, a big part of the inner work is also to be able to not be overwhelmed by that, to be able to see it in your physical reality and to receive it. And for you to be able to say, ah, this is for me. This is for me. Yes, thank you. Wow, I receive. And I can tell you if this space had shown up for me, maybe even a few months ago, I would have been like, no, I don't know if I can, no, mm I would have maybe pushed it away or maybe would have denied. I would have maybe thought it was too good to be true. But now I'm here and I'm just like, yep. (laughs) Yes, this place. This place mm -hmm, feels good. Feels like home. Feels like my space. Feels like a place for me to be myself, for me to thrive. Yeah, this place. This place is completely new to me. I've never been here before, and yet it feels so familiar because I have been calling it in. I've been thinking about it. So I know that being in this space and place, now that it is a part of my reality, it's part of my life, I get to wake up here every day. I get to move in this space every day. I get to cook in this space every day. I am now dreaming even bigger about what kind of home I can own for myself in the future when I'm not just by myself, but I have a family. What kind of bathroom can I have? If this is the kind of bathtub that I have that is beautiful and built by the landlord himself because he did this place. 
if this is the bathroom that I have called in, I've manifested, I'm currently living in, what else is available? What else is possible? What would it look like and feel like for me to dream and desire and to have even bigger? And so I'm grateful for this place for that aspect to show me that, yep, I'm here and I have something more I can step into even now. And not from a place of greed or not from a place of this isn't enough, but really from a place of, wow, this is for me. And this is supporting me in being the person and the version of myself that, in, that I've always known I could be. Now, if that's where I'm at now, and expansion is available to me at all times, what could I create more to serve more, to play more, to connect more, to serve more, to cook more, to have even a bigger sense and deeper sense of fulfillment and possibility and alignment. Because another thing I want to mention about desire, desire coming from a place of wanting to prove or wanting to make up for something, coming from a lack or scarcity energy is very different than desire that comes from a place of expansion and a place of growth and a place of self-actualization and a place that will only support and amplify and expand your capacity to give and receive and serve. And for me, as far as I'm concerned, I will be giving and receiving and serving for the rest of my life. I'm here not to live just for myself. I'm here to really let people know what is possible in their lives, that it is also possible for them. And it's possible, especially after going and having experienced trauma. So for me, having a space and place to myself isn't because as a middle child, I didn't have much space to myself. And now I want to prove that I can have the space. No, it's coming from a place of because I didn't have that space, I appreciate the space so much more. I know what it's like to not have that space. And from that space and place, from overflow, I get to give, I get to share, I get to create in such a way that I never would have been able to, or I didn't and wasn't really available to before. Having a space and place of my own allows me to literally walk around to record this and to have this with you. And hopefully it is landing in such a way to you that it supports you wherever you are. If I didn't have the space in place to myself before, it just wouldn't have been this 
message. It would have been a message, it just wouldn't have been this message. So, what you desire, you deserve. What you desire, if you're listening to this, is most likely because it will only expand you and your capacity to be, to have, to do, to love. You can tell when someone's having something for a reason that is maybe vanity or greed or pride, something low vibrational, something coming from a place of, like I said, lack and scarcity or separation or competition. And then you can also tell when it's coming from someone from a place of abundance, of there's more than enough. A place of this is not just for me, it's for you too. Let's share. And if you're at a place where you can't tell the difference just yet, that is okay. Come hang out with me. You'll learn and discern more and more just by feeling into it, listening, and really just noticing all the different kinds of experiences that you can have from different people. And so I'll stop here for today. I appreciate you for being here and for listening. And if it supported you in any way, I'd love to know. DM me, email me, you know where to find me. Let me know. And I'll catch you in the next in the next recording. Bye for now.